the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Submit your faith story or prayer request today at jennifer-jackson.org. You're listening to Simply for Women. Oh, I am so glad that you stayed with us today because we have a wonderful treat. And her name is Erica Wiggenhorn. Erica, welcome to the show. Hi, Jennifer. It's so good to be with you today. Yes, it really is. And we were just together last week. (laughs) And so it was fun to meet you. And here we are. It's great. Well, I have a question for you. I want to just dive in. You know, we love to share our stories on this part of the show because we want to encourage women to have a bold faith and to be encouraged that no matter what their story is, that God can use it, that God is with them and that they can be strong in him. And so tell us how you came to know the Lord. Yeah, so I didn't come to know the Lord actually until I was a little bit older. Mm -hmm. I've been to church a handful of times with my grandparents, but we didn't really go to church uh, much when I was a child or really talk about God in our home. Um, My parents were uh, very driven professionals. They worked long hours. They were very successful at their jobs, and from the outside, Our family looked like a very successful family. Yeah. Uh, But on the inside, um, my dad struggled with alcoholism. Um, He pretty much drank every single night when he got home from work until he fell asleep. And he pretty much drank uh, from Saturday morning all the way through Sunday evening. And so our family had a secret that, Uh, Nobody knew, Mm. and from a young age, I knew as a child that that needed to remain a secret. No one officially told me that, Mm. but uh, I intuitively knew it. And so we, I, as a child, learned how to keep that a secret as long as I possibly could. And when I was in seventh grade, my parents decided that in order for me to get the best education, I needed to go to the Christian school in our community. I, it wasn't a religious decision. It was, uh, you need to be successful. And so you're going to go to this better school. And when I got there, I knew nothing about the Bible. I didn't know there were 66 books in the Bible. I had never read the Bible. I had heard the name of Jesus. I knew he died on a cross and he came alive again on Easter. That was about the extent Mm -hmm. of my Christian background. And I was with kids who had pretty much been in church from the moment they took their first breath. (laughs) And it was really apparent to me very quickly how different my family was from my friends' families Mm. at church. And I felt a lot of embarrassment. I didn't want people to know the truth about my family. Um, About that time, I had to take a class in seventh grade on the life of Jesus. Wow, that's incredible. 
I know. And I remember praying to Jesus and saying to him, I will know that you are real if you fix my family. Mm. Um, and and looking back, I mean, that was, that's a pretty that's a tall order prayer, Woo. you know, to say to God. And, you know, now looking back, I'm almost a little bit embarrassed about <laughs> it sometimes because I think of people that had such huge faith in God. Um, just because they did, not without putting all these stipulations on God. I, I feel like I can relate to Gideon a lot with putting his fleece out, right? Um, but that was really what I said to God. I was cynical, um, and I had learned how to pretty much survive on my own and felt like, you know what, I'm not really signing up for a situation where I need to feel like I need somebody, uh, which is essentially the gospel message is you need Jesus. And so I was very cynical, and yet God did heal my father uh, from alcoholism, and he rededicated his life to God, and we started going to church as a family, and I saw a completely different father than I had lived with, for the first 14 years of my life, mm. and he spent the remaining years of his life uh, really trying to make up for lost time and became one of my very dearest friends uh, on this planet. And so, Wow, I out of the mouth often, of babes, <laughs> you know, out of the right? mouth of babes, you prayed this big, huge, bold prayer. I mean, how would you challenge, so, you know, someone listening today that even though you, you prayed that as a seventh grader that we, we can pray those kind of prayers today too. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, I love in Hebrews, Jennifer, when it tells us to come boldly to the throne of grace. Uh, I had no idea how bold I was being in that moment, but God honored that prayer. I think God saw my broken heart. He saw my wounded heart and that I needed desperately to be loved, uh, and I didn't know how to ask for that, uh, and God honored that prayer, and I, I think oftentimes the older we get, the less childlike our faith becomes, and we feel like we can't ask God for big things or for bold things, um, but I think God gets a kick out of his children coming to him and saying, you know what, I'm going to ask for something so big, God, that only you can do mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to turn around and give all the glory back to you. Such a beautiful story. That is really like a fairy tale ending. I, I'm just such a beautiful story. Wow. How did you move on from that? Where did you go from now that, you know, you had, you basically had, did your mom accept Christ too? Do you have two Christian parents or just your dad? Yeah, great question. So, Uh, My mom had accepted Christ as a little girl. Uh, She came from a pretty hard background herself, and so she had gone to church as a little girl uh, with her neighbors um, and had accepted Christ then, Uh, but as she became an adult, uh, it kind of became a mental thing and not an active part of her life, I guess you could say. I think she had a lot of disappointment in life, and she tried to cover it up with busyness and being successful and shopping and, and approval from other people. 
uh, and that was where she tried to find her comfort and validation. And when my father first had this dramatic turnaround in her li- in his life, she was a little skeptical at first. Mm-hmm. It was a little hard for her to really believe it was true. But over time, um, you know, my father really proved himself faithful that God indeed had transformed him from the inside out. And so over time, she began to let down her guard and she began to come back to Jesus as well um, and reignite some of that childlike faith. Um, but it's, it's amazing, Jennifer. It's amazing how God will meet us right where we are mm-hmm. when we need him to. Yes, he does. Just cry out to him. When when you cried out to him, he met you. you, I mean your family's been transformed, but then what what's the trajectory like from that point? Is it just growth in the Lord or did you hit some other bumps along the way? Uh lots of bumps along the way. Um you know, but God has such God has such a sense of humor <laughs> sometimes. Um I, I mentioned how I was in a Christian school and Everybody had kind of grown up in church and knew the Bible inside and out, you know, knew all the Veggie Tales videos, <laughs> all the flannel board stories, right? Uh, they knew all those things, and I didn't know anything. And uh, as my father's life transformed and we began to go back to church, I had a youth pastor that eventually led me to the Lord and, and walked me through uh, the plan of salvation. Mm. And I put my faith and trust in Jesus. And he gave me my uh, student Bible, and yeah. it had all of Jesus's red, red words, right? Everything mm-hmm. Jesus said were in red letters. And I remember coming home, and and Pastor Mark had said, "Okay, if you're going to follow Jesus, Erica, you need to read this book every day. You need to grow in your relationship with God, and you need to talk to Him in prayer." And I was like, "Well, you know what? I love to read. If it shouldn't be a problem." And I came home and opened up Jesus's words in red letters, and I sat there on my bed as a teenager, and I was like, plowshare, wheat tear, mustard seed, yolk. Like, <laughs> I as the lamp of the body, like, what in the world? And I remember saying to Jesus in that moment, how am I supposed to follow you? when I cannot even understand you. Like, I feel like I stepped into the middle of an Amish science fiction novel. Like, I was just like, what is happening? What is the setting? I can't even visualize these things in my mind. And so I really became frustrated with my Bible reading. Um, I would go to church. I would hear people talk about how God met them in their quiet time, spoke to them in their quiet time. And I was like, God is Mm. not speaking to me in my quiet time. I don't know what y'all are talking about. Um, Oh, wow. Yeah. And I wrestled with guilt because I I didn't read my Bible. And Pastor Mark said, you got to read your Bible every day. But you have got to read that Bible every day. Every day, Erica, we are running out of time. But, you know, if you would like to learn more about Erica Wiggenhorn, go to Erica with a C, Wiggenhorn.com. She's an author. She's a speaker. She's a writer. She's a ministry team leader for women at her church. I know you want to hear more. And the next episode, we're going to dive a little bit deeper. She's written on Ezekiel. So many things. So stay, you know, come back and we will dive deeper. You are listening to Simply for Women. 
hope that today's show has been a blessing to you as you seek to simply live out your faith. To hear today's show again or to share it with a friend, search Simply for Women wherever you get your podcasts. Or visit Jennifer's website at jennifer-jackson.org. That's jennifer-jackson.org. Thanks for joining us on Simply for Women. Take time today to simply be, simply be with God. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.